welcome to the first episode of In My Twenties with Adam Bond and Matilda Bertels. As this is the beginning of our podcast, I'd like to introduce us. My name is Adam Bond, a journalism student at Sheffield. And my name is Matilda Bertels, also a student. Today we'll be discussing the positives and negatives of turning 20. We'll also feature two special guests who'll be telling us all about what being 20 is like. For me, turning 20 meant freedom, independence, stress, becoming a proper adult, so to speak. And of course, it meant making huge decisions to shape my own future. I find there is a lot of pressure to know exactly what we want to do or get out of life. But many will know that actually deciding this is really difficult and also ever changing. Personally, I set off wanting to study English at university, but after going to open days, I lost all interest. I just felt it wasn't the right fit for me. Time was running out to make a decision about which uni and which course, but my dad actually suggested popping into a journalism presentation and I could actually see myself doing it. Before I discovered the subject, I felt quite frustrated, stressed and full-blown panic really, as I knew if I was studying English just for the sake of it, I'd be making the wrong choice and setting myself up for a fail. I found that making a choice, and especially a life choice, is trial and error. My sister had actually studied law at Nottingham, always dreamt of being a lawyer, and took many excursions to workshops and court to achieve her dream. But after a few months, she found she hated it there and realised her passion was actually for history. I didn't want to make the same mistake of jumping in without really laying out every option, which is why I handed in my application to uni at the final second. There's extreme pressure to know what you want to do, but it isn't always as simple as A or B. I myself struggled to grasp where I was going after college. A lot of my friends were doing apprenticeships or even got a job. Watching my brother go to university and seeing him excel inspired me to go to university, but also it didn't give me the knowledge about different paths that could be right for me. At first, it was a hard choice to stay in my hometown or move to Sheffield. But when I moved and got a taste of independent life, I found it easier to understand what I wanted to do with my future. The pressure builds up and makes it harder to take on tasks. But how do we get around these psychological obstacles? I have invited twin sisters onto the show today to discuss their choices in terms of university or rather not going to university and what's led them to that decision. Welcome, girls. Hi. So I'm just going to start off asking a few questions just about what each of you are currently doing. So in terms of university, a job and just your life in general. Okay, so Tierney, what are you studying and what job are you aiming for after university? I'm studying product design at university at Leeds Beckett. I'm in my second year currently and next year I will be doing a placement, hopefully. Um, uh, learning as much experience as I can for it, ready for when I do get a job after the third year, a postgraduate job, which I'm looking for mainly in a product design company that I agree with their morals of and just something that I really want to do and that actually improves people's lives and then if that if that's hard to do because I know a lot of places don't really bother about morals because they just money's make their main priority I would just start trying to start my own business um and I'd love to do interior design in houses and look at that area so Tierney, tell me, how are you finding your course? Is it always something that you wanted to do? And is it something that you're enjoying or rather not enjoying? I am enjoying it. I definitely was enjoying it more when it was actually practical because I chose a practical course on the reason of it being practical and it went completely online and it was 
it felt kind of pointless, but I obviously wanted to carry on pursuing it to show that I could overcome any challenges in the area because I still had a passion for the subject. Um, I've always wanted to do it since I was in about year seven. I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, I, I want to do that. I want to pick that for my GCSEs and everything. So I was always excited to do it. Okay, so, uh, so for you went to uni and then left. So can you describe your university experience and what led you into your job now and the apprenticeship that led you to that job now as well? Um, yeah, so I originally went to University of Derby. Um, I decided that I wanted to go to university and I really, really did want to go. It was my ambition more than anything. I just wanted to go to university and have the best time. And I wanted to study photo, photojournalism. I've always been interested in that and I've always been okay at it. Um, but I went to University of Derby and I went for about two and a half months and it just wasn't for me. Um, I didn't have the best time. My flatmates weren't that nice to me uh, and I didn't know anyone. It was just a bit rubbish. I spent most of my time very sad. Um, and the course, I just found it really easy. And I just thought I shouldn't be paying this much money for a course that I'm finding easy. I found it easier than A-levels and it was just easy. And it was just, I'd never felt like it was something right for me. And I know I didn't know what I wanted to be back, what, what I wanted to do with my life back then. I just knew that I liked taking photos and editing photos. And that's why I was good at school. So that's just why I went. So I just decided to leave. And it was really hard decision because it was a lot of hard work to leave. And it was very frowned upon. And I knew that my parents wouldn't be happy with it. So before I left, um, I decided to look for apprenticeships in Lincolnshire, which is where I live. And it was quite hard to find one in digital marketing and photography, just because there aren't many apprenticeships to offer in that area. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I just applied to loads of different ones. But anyway, I applied to this digital marketing apprenticeship. Um, it was for a gym. But all apprenticeships, well, most of them anyway, are under Lincoln College. And I had to go for the interview at Lincoln College. And I was walked to the interview by someone who works at the college. And they were actually speaking to me about a job that was at the college. And they were asking me if I liked to do admin. Uh, and I made a fool out of myself and said, oh, no, I think I'm too creative for that, which is super embarrassing. So anyway, I went for the interview and I ended up getting the job in media at the apprenticeship um, for the gym. But it again it just wasn't for me it was the same old story with the university it just wasn't my cup of tea so anyway I ended up applying for the job that the person who walked me to the interview convinced me to apply to and it was actually the deadline was that night and so I applied and I ended up getting an interview and getting the job at Lincoln College so now I'm, I'm a business administrator at Lincoln College and I love it and it, I always feel like it's fate that it happened I had an awful experience at university and I really didn't enjoy it but I do feel like it was fate because I found my apprenticeship and now I found my full-time job because I got promoted and I love it so much. It's really for me. Uh, I love working in a team. So I just felt really happy now. But yeah, that was my experience. So do you feel like your parents were disappointed that you decided to leave uni and take a different route? I did feel like they were disappointed, which is why I decided to try and find an apprenticeship before I even told them that I'd left, which was quite risky. And it was quite a nightmare doing it all on my own. But Obviously, I did end up, luckily enough, finding an apprenticeship that I loved, and that's when I told them. But I think if I hadn't found another route before I'd left and before I told them that I'd left, they wouldn't have been as pleased. I could tell that they were that my mum and my dad were a little bit shocked and a little bit mm. not disappointed. They never said they were disappointed in me, but I could tell that they were a bit like, oh, she's left uni. Yeah. Um, 
but as soon as I explained my new job and my apprenticeship and how how much happier I was they loved it and they were really proud of me so because we were twins that they were really scared that one of us was going to get jealous that that they weren't doing the other thing like I remember mum saying to me she was scared that I was going to be upset that I was like throwing away all this money not throwing away just giving in a lot of money for this thing whereas Sophie's Mm. getting money and she was like, you do realise Sophie's earning this and I know it feels like you're putting in a lot of effort that you would as a, in a job, but it will be worth it. And she had to reassure me that it's worth the weight and the money. Yeah. And then she had to reassure Sophie that like just university isn't for everyone and not to feel rubbish about the fact that one of us is and one of us isn't. I think the whole part is because of the fact we are twins that it made it such a hard... It's always a competition, really. Yeah, well, it's, yeah for, for our parents, especially to make sure everything's seen as equal. Yeah, definitely like how can we improve this but I think that's why at times it felt a lot of pressure for Sophie to go okay fine I'll go back and do it but it's not that easy but she I think that you just felt like you had no choice at sometimes because mum just was like well if you both do this then one of you won't be left out yeah but it's not like that really it's not it's not realistic so Mm. and Sophie learned the hard way but it benefited as she said do you feel like there's pressure to go to uni from parents or school instead of taking a different path and doing your own thing especially because you're twins yeah I definitely think so I think everyone at school is pressured to go to university it is a lot of pressure and not once at school or sixth form was I ever told about doing an apprenticeship or just going into the working world it was always you're going to university um but especially because we're twins it was very much who's going to get into university you know who's going to go in first who's going to do the best who's actually got in yeah it was never pronounced like that but that's always the way it feels but we always bounce off each other and help each other with everything but I do feel it was a lot of pressure from our parents and from the schools just to say you should both go. Okay so Sophie what does turning 20 mean to you? To me and honestly I know this is going to drive people crazy but I think it means I'm really old I think that is such a milestone and I feel like I should have accomplished more because I'm 20. I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm 20 years old and I still live at home. And I guess that was one of the major things as well, that when I left university, I realised I'm moving back home. I live with my mum, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with living at home with your parents. But to me, and I think to a lot of people, when you're in the 20s, you don't really want to be living at home because you feel like you're a kid. That is one of the things I always think about. But it's just easy to live at home at the moment, to be honest, because I work in Lincoln. But it has made me realise that I would like to be moving out in my 20s, hopefully soon. And I think it must be different for Tierney because I feel like I'm an adult because I'm earning and I'm and I'm working a full-time job. I, I think that makes me an adult. To me anyway, it makes me feel old and it makes me feel older. So it must be it must be weird being at university because you must just feel like you're at school still. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a big milestone and it has freaked me out. <laughs> and Tierney, what does turning 20 mean to you? I also think it's horrible to be honest I hate (laughs) I I honestly when we turned 19 I thought oh I'm not 18 anymore I loved being able to say I've just turned 18 yeah but now and then it was like oh I'm 19 Mm. I just felt like it's such an ugly number and now I'm 20 my youth is fading away (laughs) yeah I'm not a teenager anymore and it's, it's actually quite depressing but it's then again I remember that we're not like you know 90 we need to shut up so I just think oh may as well just embrace it but it's weird because if I was 21 I'd be like I'm 21 I can drink in America I can go to Las Vegas and all that but now it's like oh I'm not young but I'm not old but I'm not I am old I just feel anyway I just feel 
grossly old because it's just so weird not to be a teenager anymore but we'll all get used to it and I also think it's so weird being 20 because in your 20s realistically there's like so much pressure for you to that's the age people start getting married they start having kids there's people I know that had kids already and they're like probably on to their next and it, it just blows my mind in your 20s you meant to have kids you meant to get married you meant to have a house you meant to do all this you meant to find your dream job it uh, just blows my mind that in the next 10 years, that's what I'm expected to do. And also it blows my mind that 10 years ago, I was... Oh, Stress-free. Pop- yeah, literally doing nothing. Like, <laughs> just having the best time. I did. I was just, you know, doing my times table. And now it's like, oh my God, I'm doing a degree, <laughs> trying to find a placement. The pressure of that is insane. And now it's like, oh my God, this it's just all going to come. It's all piling on for the next 10 years in our 20s. But... I also think, you know, live it, you know, it's 20, but it's just depressing. Existential crisis averted. (laughs) It's funny because when you're 10 years old, you sit and you go, I can't wait till I'm older and I can do whatever I want. And now we're here and we just want to go back straight away. (laughs) Yeah, I agree, yeah. I've I've really struggled getting to terms with the fact that recently I got I had an interview for a placement and after I thought about it I realized the location's in Reading and I realized I'm gonna have to live on my own yeah. and it really freaks me out because I've always lived with people obviously there's like we're a five people family and we've got like six dogs we've never been quiet and now yeah. it's going from that to I'm literally going to be on my own it's actually terrifying and also I found that because we are twins we've always I've always come home like only an hour on an hour and a half two hours on a train and then seen Sophie and you know it's my twin sister it's like the same person as me <laughs> and we <laughs> get on so easy I just need to walk in after not seeing you for like two months and be like hey where's yeah. this and it's just completely normal but yeah I won't have that opportunity anymore because I'll be so far away which I did find quite hard when Sophie did go to university so a part of me is kind of glad that she came back (laughs) (laughs) I think as being 20 there's a lot of pressure as well to be not being a twin (laughs) yeah of course my sister's older I have a sister who's older and it's still the same sibling rivalry I mean (laughs) I do take the the medal for family disappointment um but that's okay because I rock it so it's fine I'll make use of it do you know what I mean there's always time to shine in other areas other than education or achievements there's there's more to life I guess than than and that's interesting because it shows that even though you're not twins with your older sister you're still you still see the competition side in it and the oh yes yes definitely (laughs) so yeah that is quite interesting Okay, so I'll ask you individually so I can get your, your, you know, your own opinion. But do you feel that when you turned 20, this was sort of the perfect time to peel off and become your own person and become more independent? Tierney, take the floor. (laughs) I do. I do actually think so, because I think I said earlier about a placement that I'm looking at. I've literally, when I say I looked at any city, I have. And I haven't got one yet, so I could be anywhere. And it sucks because obviously we, me and Sophie when we were younger and in our teenage years we've been so used to wherever we go we'll be going together and or we'll be 10 minute drive away from each other really not far then when I went to uni we were like an hour away but I still used to come home a lot mainly because I obviously missed everyone but um, when I go to a placement I won't be able to do that because I'll be working full-time in a completely different city and we just we already know that we're going to be completely separated pretty much which is depressing but we both know that at, at the age of 20 it's got to happen you know it's like Sophie said we can't 
it's seen as childish, you know, to so many people with the pressure of staying at home and stuff. And if, if to be honest, if I was just working, I have a part-time job as a waitress, and if I was, that was in Lincoln. So if I, if I was still doing that without COVID, and I was doing that full time, I probably would still live at home, and I probably would still be next to Sophie all the time, pretty much. But even though we can't do that, and I'm pursuing this like career and degree of product designer um, in a placement as well. I do feel like we're still going to have that connection because we're twins, which is makes us really lucky. But as 20, I definitely think that that's what's going to make us completely become new people. You're going to, do you think you'll go higher up in the college as well, Sophie? Um, yeah, hopefully. Um, in January, uh, just before I turned 20, actually, I managed to get a promotion. So I'm no longer an apprentice. Um, so I actually am a full-time member of staff. So I do feel like things, good things are coming with working and I do enjoy my job and I just love being part of a team the thing is with the pressure and with everything for me and Tierney is we literally have always been together and we've always been the same not not the same we've always had different interests but we've always been in the same classes really and it's always been our Sophie and Tierney coming and I I'm very excited for it to be is Sophie coming and for us to have different friends you know just to for us to be different people yeah um, I love being around Tierney. She's and we're lucky because I'm sure a lot of twins don't get on as well as me and Tierney do. But we're like best friends, and we are different. Like I've always got fake tan on and makeup on, and my sister has long hair and I have short hair. Um, Tierney and never doesn't have fake tan on and doesn't have not makeup on. <laughs> Look like a tangerine right now, like. And we're just completely different. And I, I love that. I, I just can't wait for, like, I love in my job as well, that no one, no one, well, people know that I have a twin sister, but they don't think, oh, is that Tierney or Sophie? I don't know which one that is. They know it's me and they know my personality. And it's the same for Tierney at university when she's in her house and when she's in her, uh, with all of her uni mates, they don't know me. They, they know of me, but they're not thinking, oh, is that Sophie or Tierney over there? I can't tell because they look the same, which we don't everyone just thinks we do um, yeah. um but yeah uh, and I, I just can't wait for that and I can't wait for the future to be honest like I can't wait for I, I can't wait to be able to have our own homes and people to come home and go oh you're going to Tierney's today and it's just you know what I mean like I just yeah. can't wait for adulthood I, I think it is great being a twin to be honest but yeah I do feel like we are definitely peeling off into our own people now that we're 20 it is freaking me out still but um yeah, I think over the next few years, it's going to be like, oh, she's just my sister. You know, she's not like stuck next to me all the time. She's my sister. She'll be yeah. somewhere building something amazing. <laughs> so I'm just going to wrap it up with one final question to you both. Um, do you still feel that there is pressure to know what you want to do and what life path you want to take? I definitely, I definitely do. I remember I didn't even honestly I didn't apply even though I knew I wanted to do product design I just didn't really know much about it yet like how much I could go forward with it I didn't apply for the deadline of university till two days before I didn't hand in my personal statement I just didn't know if I wanted to do it and I still don't really know I remember the whole of first year as much as I was enjoying it I was in the back of my mind I was like this is a lot of money. I don't know. Is this the right it. choice for me? Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I know it sounds like some people would think it sounds stupid, but I actually really miss the pub I work at and I really enjoy working as a waitress. But then I thought I can't tell everyone. I did feel a lot of pressure not to tell say to people, I want to be a waitress instead of finishing my degree, because I just know how much like stigma is seen with that and how many people just would not agree with it. 
I felt so much pressure with what I wanted to do. I thought, I do like doing this, but maybe I shouldn't do this. And maybe I should do something that would earn me money rather than feeling like it's going to waste and going to nothing. And it might not go to anything, especially if I don't still, I still don't want to do it. But at the same time, every time I do it, I feel like I can show I'm passionate at it. I can sometimes, and well, most of the time, I'll honestly say I can do it well. And I feel like if you can, if you're doing something well, it means you enjoy it so and yeah. it's so easier to do it like that it's it's effortless you don't have to try but yeah I do I think there'll always be pressure of what to do and not just what to, what I want to do but what I want to do next uh, and Sophie do you feel like there's still pressure for you to know what you want to do if you want to stay at this job if you want to do something else what would you um, say yeah I I completely agree with Tierney. I do think there is a lot of pressure still. I I th- I feel like I'm pr- I'm happy and proud with where my life is at now, but I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be successful. Um, because twenty is such an important age, and it's the start of something new. Like it's it's a lot of pressure, in my opinion, from everyone, from yeah. social media, from my parents, even just from being a sister, being a twin sister. You know, it's pressure because I don't want to come home and think I'm doing rubbish when my sister's at university. Yeah. You know, she, she's gonna have a degree and and I don't want to feel like I'm just doing a job you know that's not mm. gonna get me anywhere and I do think about those things all the time um, and it does worry me but I think the 20s are just like where we're being shaped into ourselves really and I just think we just need to ignore all the pressure that we that we do get like everyone gets and just keep doing what we love and I I love my job I still and I work at McDonald's as well part-time and I, I enjoy that as well and I think even though obviously it's tiring working all the time I think it'll be worth something in the next few years hopefully yeah, <laughs> um, and I think I think the same for Tierney with university. I think it must be very stressful and hard work. I can definitely admit that my experience was stressful and I was only there for two and a half months. So yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, but yeah, I think it is a lot of pressure right now, but it'll be worth it in the end. I really hope that this can be helpful to other people from just from us doing this podcast, because my experience at university was really hard and it was really rubbish and I found it really hard to cope with um and I have to pay nine thousand pounds for the first year just because I was only there two months I have to pay for the whole year and I have to pay it all back just because I had a rubbish experience and I decided to leave and I just think that if this can help someone it'd be great because I had no help and it was really really hard to leave it was very frowned up upon like I was really grateful that my parents were happy for me but if I hadn't have found something first I would have been in probably in trouble with them and that's fair enough if I was a mum I would be disappointed in my child if they'd gone to university and then left and had nothing to go off so I just really hope that this can go and help people who are struggling with uni because it is hard and you don't ever get shown what else to do if you don't enjoy it or if it's not for you um but yeah I'm lucky enough to have gone through it and it was and and I'm happy that it all happened the way it did because now I love my job and I love my life so hopefully if anyone's listening to this and they're going through a bit of a rubbish time at uni and it's just not for them, please just, I hope, I hope they know that they can, they'll be fine and they can find other options. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, hopefully this podcast will reach someone who's deciding whether to go to uni or whether to go for a job and doesn't quite know what to do. I mean, hearing your story might encourage them not to just take the route most travelled or the route most pushed towards us when we're, you know, 18, 19 but also to consider other options like you have. So yeah, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. It's quite an important bit of information for young people uh, going into that part of their yeah. life. 
Brilliant. Okay, well, we'll wrap things up there. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. It might help, you know, listeners and others understand the decisions that we face when becoming adults. Um, but I do wish you the best in navigating your 20s. So thank you so much, ladies. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. you. Really great. Bye. Thanks. Overall, uni isn't the only option and neither is an apprenticeship or a job. Maybe a gap year might help with the decision making process. Turning 20 doesn't need to turn into an existential crisis. Through my experience, I've found the best advice is just to follow your own path, take your own time in making those decisions and find a subject or field that keeps you interested and motivated. Thank you for joining us here in my 20s.